Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name is Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows. Yes, some days are tough, and yes, the fun of being a dad, but really the goal is to help all of us become better men, better fathers, and better husbands. And I'm super, super excited to have my good friend, Robin Marquez, who's going to join me this week. And uh, we're going to get to that right after this from the Speak Fire family. Ignite the fire within you every week with the Speak Fire family. We have amassed an incredible lineup of motivational speakers, professionals, authors who are invested in helping you get the most out of your life. Leaders, check out Michael Gingrass with Leadership Fire. Students, check out Bobby Berg with Student Fire. You young men, check out Sean B with Young Fire. You ladies that are looking to be the very best, check out Aisha Thomas with Internal Fire and Cornelius Dunlap with Champion Fire, taking the lessons learned from being an MVP athlete to the next level in your life. And of course, check out me, Jody Cedric, with Father's Fire, where we explore the joys and the challenges of fatherhood. Join us every Monday, 4 a.m., right here with the Speak Fire family. Hey, Robin. Good morning. And how are you? Aloha is really what I should be saying. <laughs> hey, aloha, Jody. Good morning, buddy. How you doing? Oh, man, I tell you, you are living where Judy and I dream of every <laughs> single day. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what a lot of people are saying. That's what a lot of people. I mean, you know, it could be under better circumstances, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, out here in Hawaii, it's it's. Uh, pretty quiet but you know you can't complain when you're living in paradise oh yeah my my brother actually is stationed there and uh he he just loves it he's always you know i have uh seven siblings and so every week he's sending us the hawaii picture going yeah look at my view for the day <laughs> so, but no that's good so so yeah, so uh, Robin and I connected. Robin is actually a member of the Detail Mafia. He has a detail shop at, in Hawaii there. It's called Signature Auto Detail Hawaii. You're also an athletic trainer for Kohala High School. And you guys uh, like kicked it out of the park this year. Yeah, we, we, uh, we won the state basketball tournament. Uh, few weeks ago in fact right before um the crap hit the fan i guess out here and and um i mean it, it was crazy you know we're we come from a real small town uh out here in kohala uh, about i would say about seven thousand people and uh, it's it's very rich in basketball uh history basketball tradition out here and so it was a really really big thing uh when we won the state tournament something that was uh um I mean, you know, it's it's always uh, been a, a kid's dream to win the state tournament uh, out here, and and you know to finally capture it. Uh, it was it was definitely a big win for the community, and so we got to have our parade uh, a few weeks after that, and then the week, in fact, the week after our parade is when, I mean, pretty much the whole town shut down. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's you know is. Is, is perfect timing. I mean, I guess, you know, it's too bad for the spring sports. Uh, spring sports just got canceled. So I'm really feeling for a lot of the seniors, you know, especially the spring athletes. 
And, uh, you know, it's a bummer, um, not just here, but, you know, across the nation. So, yeah, yeah. My, my daughter just came home, you know, she, she left, uh, the January 3rd to go down to Utah Valley university to play D one volleyball there. And they asked her to graduate early so that she could have the spring to prepare for the fall. Cause I think they're potentially planning on having her play and, you know, mm. five weeks into it, all of a sudden, uh, dad, we need to move back home. So she's been doing online school and right. Yeah. It's like, in fact, my wife went down there for their first collegiate, um, scrimmage game and literally an hour before the game they canceled it so yeah yeah <laughs> just, yeah so it's uh it's different but i think it's cool because i think you know yes this is about the podcast is about fatherhood but i think a lot of men like you really want to not only have an impact within their families but are doing a lot of really cool things in the community and my favorite, there's two things on your Facebook page that I just love. One, the picture of those boys winning, and you're, you're standing, you know, with us celebrating. All the boys are jumping up and down. And I could just see the pride in your face. And so talk about, you know, that journey of walking with those boys through your season, really helping them earn that state championship. Man, you know, it's uh... – you kind of hit the nail on the head, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's making a bigger impact than just your family, but also your, uh, you know, your community. And, you know, that's something, uh, you know, I struggle with, uh, with, I guess, <clears throat> having my girls with, uh, the air, the age that they're at. And also, um, you know, my job at the school, because I spend so much time, you know, working with the student athletes, um, it, it was such a, uh, I guess, I don't know, man, it's, you wear so much hats as an athletic trainer, you know, being, it's like you're part doctor, part, you know, physical therapist, parent, babysitter at times, you know, uh, dietitian. I mean, it's kind of crazy, you know, counselor, but, um, man, you know, this season with the basketball team, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a special season. It was a special bunch of kids. Um, I'm pretty close with the coaching staff. Um, I'm always close with all the coaching staff, but you know, this, this, uh, particular group of boys, I, I was, I had the opportunity to really share some of my life experiences mm -hmm. and, um, kind of what got me through, uh, some adversity, uh, in life, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we started the season 10 and 0, and then, you know, we came uh, to a halt, a screeching halt at the end of the season. You know, we lost uh, um, a crucial game uh, in, in the Division II uh, to HPA, and, and, uh, and it kind of, I kind of shed some light that, you know, it wasn't the end. And, uh, you know, I talked about imagination, and um, I talked about how, you know, each, each one of them have a story to write, you know, and they're not done writing their stories. And, um, you know, I guess it, it, it kind of really hit home with them, with a lot of them. And they just kind of took with, took it and, and ran with it, you know, and, and, um, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, to kind of get that respect from the kids and, um, have them really buy into it and then have them, you know, take it into the state tournament and win the whole thing. Um, 
I got a video coming out uh, here shortly with uh, a speech that I gave in the uh, locker room uh, prior to the championship game. And so, uh, man, I've, I've been listening to it for the last few weeks and it always brings a tear to my eye. But um, a lot of, I know a lot of coaches, a lot of players are anxious to see it. But, uh, yeah, I keep an eye out for it. But, you know, it's been, it was a special time. It was definitely a special time uh, uh, with the team. But also, you know, we're big on community. And, um, you know, especially uh, the previous coach, uh, Coach Don Fernandez, um, you know, he always preached uh, community and respect and family. And, you know, Kihei Capelia, who was the first year coach this year, you know, he was a longtime assistant to, to Coach Don. And, um, you know, he just he, he carried that torch. And, um, you know, he never veered from the philosophy you know, of community and respect and, and teamwork and family. And, and to see that it was a, it was a beautiful thing. That, you know, I, I love, I love that they actually went 10 and 0 and lost. And, mm-hmm. and, and I guess the reason why it has significance to me, because that's kind of what happened to my daughter, Kaylani when they were doing the state championship, they came in nice and strong, won the districts and then they lost a key game, and they had to go the long route back to the championship. And, you know, to watch them dig in deep and really try to find that inner strength and then just battle back all the way to the top. And yeah. then they actually ended up meeting the same team that they lost to in the, in the state championship game. And even though they lost, it was such a triumph to watch that journey mentally and physically as they worked their way back through that. So that, right. that's a really powerful lesson for those boys. It is. It is. And, you know, it's, it's I guess, you know, from um, – I kind of come at a different angle when I talk to the boys um, – I try not to coach, you know, definitely there's a line there, you know, when it comes to being the athletic trainer. Um, and I, I mean, I'm, I only speak when, you know, when asked to by the coaches, you know, the coaches do their thing. I do my thing. And, you know, there's that, there's that, you know, that line, that hard line that I, you know, present to the coaches and, um, and we respect that. But, you know, uh, coach Kihei, um, he's a really long time, good long time friend of mine. Um, I consider him one of my best friends and, um, you know, he, he asked for, uh, you know, me, me to, to say a few words and, and I got comfortable where I got to ask him if I could say a few words. And, um, it was always, I came at an angle of, um, it kind of being more of like a life lesson. Um, not so much, you know, strategy and whatnot when it came to, to basketball, but just, you know, at times, you know, life is going to be going good and, and then, you know, the crap's going to hit the fan and then what, you know? And so um, that was a hiccup in the road. Um, truth be told, the week after, uh, the very next week, we lost to the same team, uh, you know, for the second time in the season. And, uh, you know, we lost – we actually lost the, uh, the, league, the league title. And uh, we went in as, like, I think the number six seed going into the state championship. But, you know, it, it was all about um, – you know, rewriting your, your story. I mean, you know, it wasn't meant to be, but you know, that the, the league title is, is gone. And, you know, we got the state championship to worry about now. And, and, uh, you know, they they never lost a step and uh, we always preach, you know, you never lose. It's, uh, it's always learning, you know, 
you win and you learn. That's that's how it that's is. It. Oh, I, I love that. So let, let's jump over into your girls. So you're the proud daddy, and you can tell <laughs> Robin is a daddy's girl. You got three I girls. <laughs> so I am. Let's talk about your girls, man. So uh, I got three girls. Uh, the the oldest is 13. She just turned 13. Uh, lat, what maybe yeah, a week and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, man, a teenager in the house. It's kind of <laughs> oh man, I tell you, it's it's crazy. Um, my middle child, uh, she turned uh, seven. Well, my oldest, her name is Kalia. Uh, my, my middle child, she's Kaiolani. She just turned seven on uh, Saturday. And then my youngest is five. Uh, her name is Kamale. And they all got their own personality. Um, they're always fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, I love them to death. You know, I, I love them to death. And uh, this whole quarantine, the shelter-in-place thing really – um, it, it was really good for me because uh, being an athletic trainer and uh, pretty much a full-time detailer, you know, owning my own business, um, it's tough. It's, it's tough when it comes to balance, uh, when it comes to, you know, juggling your time. And um, it's something that I've always struggled with, uh, that I still struggle with, you know. And... Um, you know, sometimes you have the time, but you know, there's, it's like, there's, there's two things that you kind of fight with. Um, there's making the time and then there's, uh, being present, you know, mm. when you're, when you're actually there. And, um, so this, this whole shelter in place thing, it, it really kind of allowed me to pause, uh, the working aspect and really concentrate on, on being a dad you know, and, and, uh, really appreciating, um, some of the things that you take for granted, man, you know, there's no school, school is out. So, you know, you gotta be the teacher. You gotta, you know, you gotta try, man, some of these first grade math or first grade English, I tell you man, it's, it's, uh, some things have changed as far as how they teach you, you know, I mean, I get confused on, on some of the, you know, how they come up with some of the answers. Um, but you know, you take a, you know, you have a big uh, appreciation for teachers. Uh, you know, we can't go to church. You know, I'm finding myself trying to come up with a playlist for, you know, praise and worship. You know, of course, we tune into, you know, our church online. But, you know, I, I kind of want to give uh, a scripture from the Bible. And so, you know, you're, you're part, you know, Kahu out here. And, you know, and, and um, there's a lot of things, you know, uh, you, you kind of I appreciate Kelly a lot more. Uh, now than I ever did, you know, because I, I see the things that she has to go through, you know, and, and uh, you know, the, some of the things that she has to juggle and, and whatnot. And um, so, you know, my, my girls, man, I love them. I love them to death. And uh, every day I try to um, have them, I guess, uh, not just know me, uh, know that I love them, but, you know, understand why I do what I do, you know, and why I hustle so hard for them. Um, because, you know, I found seven years old, it's seven years old is when they really, uh, they, this is so always, I always get mushy when I talk about this, but um, they realize when you're not there um, because 
when my oldest was seven, I remember, uh, you know, I came home one night, um, and you got to understand, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they don't understand my schedule. I leave in the morning, uh, when my kids are asleep, you know, and I go detail, um, you know, I go detail cars. And when I come home in the afternoon, I take a shower, I go straight to the school and then I'm there till, you know, who knows when, um, you know, late into the evening. So when I come home, a lot of times it's past your bedtime, they're already sleeping. So I miss everything, you know, in the day. Uh, but you know, when my oldest was seven, she was asking me, you know, I miss her, her coach pitch game, you know, and I'm never there for her basketball and I'm never there for her hula. And, uh, man, it just, you know, it broke me. Um, you know, I'm looking at Kelly trying to help give me a way out, but you know, she's like, you know, it's, that's on you, you know, you got to make them understand. And, uh, you know, now she's 13 years old and, you know, Kailani just a few weeks ago, um, you know, this is in the middle of the uh, basketball season. Um, you know, she's asking me like, why do I, you know, dad, why do you come home after we're, you know, we probably eat dinner, you know, after we're finished eating dinner, you know, why do you come home so late? And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something that I'm, uh, that I'm definitely a lot more aware of, you know, that I need to really, you know, make the time because that's, you know, something that we can't take back, right. Is, is time. And, um, so this, you know, this quarantine, this shelter in place has really, uh, really got me to, uh, into a place where, man, it's, it's, it's an awesome place, you know, having to spend a, a lot of this time with my, with my family and, and, uh, I know they appreciate it. And we've been doing, we've been able to do a lot of things, um, a lot of reading, you know, getting into some books that I always wanted to read to them. Um, but man, I, yeah, I, I love them to death, man. My, my girls are, they're everything. <laughs> you know, there, there's so many things in that little thing that you shared there that are so powerful because I think a lot of times we make time, but we're not really present. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I literally have watched your one video of you guys that one day for spring break where you were out at the beach all from the morning all the way to making s'mores at night. And that, I just can feel that moment, that family moment is, was and is so precious, right? And I think what you're sharing is that, you know, COVID has enabled you, it's forced you <laughs> to go, you know what, I'm good. God's putting you in a place where he's going, you know what? You've been you're you've been giving everything away to the boys in basketball. You've been giving everything away to community, and now I'm going to let you give some to your girls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all of us men are, in some ways, having to have that wake up call because I know there were years ago, before I started Zenware. You know, I was working for uh, another software company, and, and I was doing the same thing. I would leave before the kids got up, and I would work. Man, I was hustling. I was driving a sales team, and I would get home. And, and one day, I, I don't know what it was, but it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, like, making calls. And it's like God spoke to me. It's like, you know what? You're here at work. 
and Judy's getting the kids off to school and you're missing that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm missing that. And the next day I stayed home. I made breakfast. I turned on some nice spiritual music, nice, you know, calming music, you know, cause I, I'm really big on the music thing, right? Whether it's worship mm -hmm. or nice, you know, beach music or something. I'm always playing that in the morning. Right. And that day started the day that I was, I've been home every morning ever since making breakfast. And I tell you, it, it's made a huge difference. I mean, I, I'm not a perfect dad. I mean, to ask my kids, I mean, this weekend, dad didn't do so great. But, you know, but overall, you know, really trying to not just make time, but really be present is really, really critical. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kelly is always, you need to get off your phone. You, you know, and, uh, you know, it's either uh you know making a post or you know emailing someone back or texting someone back or you know you're 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 there but you're not there you know you're thinking about work you're thinking about you know detail I'm i got detailing and i got my athletic training side you know i'm thinking about you know the progress that you know this student athlete is making you know and you know the coaches are wanting them back and you know timetables and so it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of things that, uh, that I juggle, but you know, it's, there's no real excuse really, you know, I mean, you need to be present. Um, there's this, there's this book by, uh, Jason Kalipa, it's called AMRAP, you know, as many reps as possible. And, uh, I read that book and, um, it's on my, uh, on my to read again, uh, list, but, um, you know, he, he, he talks about that, you know, in, in, uh, you know, as many reps as possible is basically focusing on, on that task at hand, you know, is, and, uh, when you come home at night, you're, you're dad, you know, and it should be 100% dad, you know, and if you're at work and it's, you know, it's 100% work. And so it's definitely a work in progress. Um, but you know, this, at this time, uh, in, in life where, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands. Um, it, it's definitely come to uh, the forefront, you know, of the mind of, you know, really, you know, some of my actions. Oh, that's good, man. I, I yeah, I, I need to make sure that I'm being fully present because like you said, it's easy even to be in the room and mentally he's totally disconnected. And, uh, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs> if you were, if you were to give one or two key tips, what would those be? for a dad you know um reading uh i've been reading there's this one book that uh it's it's a really short book really really short book um and i don't know i'm a big believer in 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 reading books that will help develop the kids you know i'm not really the the i don't know i guess the whole fictional you know the entertainment kind of thing like i'm, I'm kind of big on personal development mm. and so i kind of want to read them books along those lines regardless if they're five you know seven you know but especially you know when, when she's 13 you know they need to be reading these kinds of books but um uh the strangest secret by earl nightingale 
And um, man, I tell you, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great book. It's a really short read, but it's a really, it's an easy read, but it's, it's 100% true. And, and um, you know, everybody can relate to it. And so, man, I've been reading it. Uh, I, I read it straight for like the last two weeks um, until they really kind of got the, got the gist of it. And last night we just started reading um, Make Your Bed by uh, Admiral Willem, William uh, McRaven. And so uh, we started that last night. So, you know, I, I, I try to read to them uh, a lot more, you know, um, and also a few, uh, we've been going through Proverbs uh, in the Bible and, um, and just reflecting on that. Um, but reading, man, it's, it's so, it's so big, you know, I think, and, uh, it's so underrated, you know, as a father, uh, to read to your kids. And, um, so that would, that would be, uh, that would be one tip. Um, and then the second, uh, would be just that. I mean, the second would be, be present, you know, um, be present in the moment, be present with your, with your family, you know, with your kids. Um, because before you know it, man, they're, they're going to fly the coop, you know? And, uh, so that's something that I'm definitely working on. Uh, you know, I'm definitely guilty of, and as I'm sure most, you know, all fathers are, um, or they can be better at it. But, um, yeah, you know, that's one advice I'm definitely gonna, gonna take for myself. Uh, so that'd be, that'd be two tips. I love it, man. Well, mahalo. Thank you so much for, for taking a few minutes and visiting with me. I, I love, I love the love that I see in you with your kids. Um, and the other thing that I keep thinking about, you know, from our conversation is it's easy to pour into everybody outside of our family, you know, at school and work and community. And sometimes we need to pour into those that are most important. Mm -hmm. and really, really be present and, you know, invest in that time because as you're discovering, all of a sudden you blinked and your daughter was 13, you're going to blink again and she'll be going, dad, which college am I going to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it goes so fast. So, um, yeah. Thank you very much, man. So, yeah. Thank you, Jody. Appreciate you having me on, man. I really appreciate, I really appreciate you and you know what you do. So, you know, thanks for getting us fathers together and, uh, you know, having something like this and uh, something where we can all kind of come come together and, and uh, whether it be issues or just, you know, sharing a, a great moment, um, it's, you know, it's definitely good to have. So, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for social media and, and uh, how, you know, in a time where um, we're being told to kept apart, we can still kind of be together, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That it's like Judy and I talk about a lot. It's like we need to be physical distancing, but we need to be socially connecting. And, right. And it's just, it's really important, right? It's important. And I think, you know, one of my goals with Father's Fire is to create a bridge between men so that we can talk about in a nice, safe environment about, you know what, our struggles. And I think a lot of times we, we as men struggle with just being honest with ourselves. Just like this weekend, you know, we had a little, you know, mix up with the family and it's because dad, you know, overstepped typically, you know, me and, you know, and I, and I kept 
telling my wife's talking to me about it. And, and I'm like, honestly, she was, what are you thinking about? I said, I'm honestly trying to look at myself and see what I was doing wrong because I don't see it. Right. And so I was having to step back and really take a harsh look at myself, a candid, honest look and go, all right, what, where did I mess up? What do I need to own? What do I need to change? And sometimes, you know, the, the load really do, does rest on your shoulders. But if you're not yeah. willing to look at what the load is and that you're causing the load, you can't fix it. Right. So, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you joining us. And thank you guys for tuning in every week to Father's Fire as we explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And I also want to extend the personal invite to join our Father's Fire Facebook group. That's a very, uh, you know, it's a private group where we have an open, candid discussion, probably more so than on this podcast, where we can really grow as men. So I'd, I'd invite you to do that. And thank you guys for joining me. We will check you same time, same bat channel just next week. See ya.